fitter and longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. team it's Fitz your fitness expert and very noisy race announcer from fitness.com and welcome to the fitness show today we are going to talk all about racing and in fact the uh, fun races that both Rudy and I have announced in the fall of 21 and then our next show is going to be all about the races we have coming up in the spring of 22 which is very exciting and we're so damn grateful that races are back so um, we have a lot to share. And speaking of sharing, I would like to share that I finally have books back in stock. So for those of you who are waiting for my noisy cancer comeback, um, they're all here and you can order them today and I will sign them and I will send your little gift with purchase, your I can do hard things sticker. So order them at fitness.com and uh, have a good read and you can have a good laugh at my expense because apparently sometimes cancer can be funny. So um, I'm going to stop talking. Actually, I'm going to continue talking, but I'm going to talk to somebody else. Rudy. <laughs> Good morning, Fitch Kohler, my favorite bossy blonde. Mm -hmm. How are you doing, mister? <laughs> I'm doing okay. How about you? How are things on the uh, wrong coast? <gasps> the right coast. Well, we are... <laughs> Well, you know, we are free and it's sunshiny uh, and it's warm and it's yeah. all things Florida's supposed to be. Yeah. Well, actually, we have a uh, we have what looks like will be a, a fairly nice day here in San Diego, California. But it's been cold, been really cold, like mornings in the 30s. Which hasn't deterred you, you big weirdo, from putting on your wetsuit and getting in the ocean. Who does that? Yeah, well, the lobster await. So, uh, yeah, diving's been good, but it has been cold. I think I need to get my dry suit out and kind of change things up. But uh, it's been fun. I would need a dry suit and a parka. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really. and, and some kind of portable heater that goes down with you. Yes, that's really what I would need is I would need someone to turn up the thermostat on the ocean. Uh, you guys are fairly sick and demented. Even during the hottest part of the summer, the Pacific Ocean is simply far too uh, cold. Well, that's because our currents come from up north, like Alaska, and come down. The and your currents coast. come from it's south. <laughs> I wish it was uh, a little warmer, but it's not. And... Um, that's the price you pay. Okay. Now here's the real question because if everybody knows that I'm an animal lover and he loves animals, but not as much as I do. So he captures these poor sweet lobsters that are just going around minding their own business, having special days, time with family on the bottom <laughs> of the ocean floor. And then he captures them. And so my request is not that you put them in the bucket if they're going to only have an hour left alive on earth. I think they should run freely around your boat. So have you been? Well, yeah, I have. I've been, uh, instead of putting them in a bucket or whatever, I just put them out on the deck and they run all over the place and think, oh, wow, this is really cool. <laughs> You're welcome, lobster. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Brendan Finn. He says they're delicious. That's right, Brendan. They are. Best way to kill butter. You got it, buddy. 
So I'm going to uh, give Brendan a big thank you because he just sent a very nice iPhone that he wasn't using anymore to my mom. Oh, a nice guy. Thank you, Brendan. That's right. Very That's nice. Right. Very sweet. Very generous. My mom's super excited. And in return, I sent him a Florida Gator trucker hat. So I bet he's going to look very handsome in that hat. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we know Brandon or Brendan from the Buffalo Marathon. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Buffalo. We Buffalo. went to the zoo with Brendan. Buffalo so, coming right up, coming up soon. No, so, that's right. We can't talk about the next year's show. This is just about the wrap up. Previous races. Well, previous. well because <laughs> all the races we had are going to come again. And I want people to know right. how wonderful they are. So I'm going to kick things off by talking just briefly about one of the events I do without you. Which again, our our schedule was cut back this year from the norm, but uh, women run the D in Detroit on Belle Isle. Now, when I first started announcing the race, and they told me it was going to be on Belle Isle, coming from Florida, I thought, oh, an island in Michigan. There's going to be steel drum band and some Jamaicans, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> they don't have that kind of island there. It's Belle Isle is an island off the city of Detroit, but it's kind of like a state park and it's beautiful and it's a women theme race. Um, but we love our men. And that is such a fun event. I think you would love it. It's very diverse. So our participants look like they come from everywhere. I mean, they're mostly Americans, but it's such a diverse crowd and everybody's so nice and everybody's very huggy and squishy. <laughs> your your two of your favorite things. When is that one, Fitz? What, that what, one yeah. uh, comes just the third weekend of September every year, and okay. it's by Epic Races. So if people went to epicraces.com, um, they would be able to check out uh, that event. But I've been announcing it, I think, since 2015 and, or 2014. It's just an absolute love fest. And uh, yeah, we have heart heroes. So we promote heart health and the owner, Eva Solomon, she's, she's one of the best. And she puts on about, I think, 15 to 17 high quality wow. events in Michigan. Wow. Doesn't she put on some triathlons too? Some, some short distance tries? Yeah. In fact, that was her original foray into race directing was triathlon because she's a major triathlete. She's done tons of Ironman. She's in, she's a marathoner. She's done everything, but she actually has uh, swimming only events and mm. um, duathlons, and she has cross country ski events. Oh, wow. How fun would that be? That would be a blast. Yeah. I don't know what it looks like to announce one of those, but I'd be willing to give it a go. <laughs> it looks cold. <laughs> I know. I would definitely need the parka and the heater and all the things I would need to go diving in the ocean with you. All right. And then the next one I'm going to talk about because you weren't there is Fargo. Oh, no, I am. I mean, I'm jealous of all the ones you get to announce without me, but Fargo sounds like it's super fun. Fargo Marathon. So that's one of the big popular races for 50 staters. Oh, okay, right. It's it's not only the best marathon in Fargo, but I don't, or North Dakota, I don't think they have very many, but it is high quality. Mark Knutson is the uh, founder of that one. And it's interesting because it starts and finishes inside the Fargo Dome. That's awesome. And, and Mark's a runner himself, so, you know, and, and as many of our race directors are, which is really cool because they get it. They really understand what we're looking for in a quality event. Yeah. And he has this insistence on things being great. So he's also the creator of the DC Wonder Woman Run series. 
and Justice League, and he just knows how to do it right. And you're right. I think, I mean, most of our race directors are are athletes, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We don't have too many that aren't. But not only is he an athlete, but he's the race director that's always on the uh, heavy lifting equipment, and he always has the work gloves. You would also think that maybe he was a contractor and worked building homes because he's always got the heavy duty gloves on. He's lifting crap and moving things around. But um, but yeah, Fargo Marathon, super fun. It's a very flat course, as I've been told. I I, I think there's probably, even when we say there's a flat course, probably hmm. has a little bit of elevation in there, right? Yeah, I, I'm surprised to hear that's a flat course. Just for some reason, I think of North Dakota in general as being uh, fairly hilly, but not, huh? Very pancakey. Yeah, yeah. That's actually the first place I saw tumbleweeds. It's very exciting. There's all sorts of things in Fargo you have not seen because you have not announced Fargo Marathon. But let me, <laughs> let me would you tell let, you. Would you let some of these race directors you work for know that I have luggage I, and, well, and yes, I'm available? I do. I'm actually surprised they all haven't hired you instead of me. No, but, no, 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 no. Supplementary. <laughs> Supplemental. And, that's right. And the wise thing to do would be to uh, invite you along with me because we, we're even better together. Hello, Mark. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in a, I'm on a show right now, but call me back later and we'll we'll make everything work. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Oh, so good. It's just like this timing. I was just you. <laughs> yeah. So the best parts of Fargo were um flattish course uh, that inside the finishing inside and ending in uh, starting and finishing inside the Fargo Dome very cool it's the football stadium for North Dakota State University home of the bison so I got to wear my cool. buffalo hat again how often do you get to do that <laughs> you, know, you, you you would any excuse to wear your hat <laughs> that's right that's right back to being the grand poobah of something or other but um but yeah it was a really fun group of people the numbers were down in 21 as they were across the board right uh, but it's cool and then you got all, all the nice people in fargo fargo's the land of oof da and don't you know uh, it's, it's really cute <laughs> a filler word oof da oof da you got to use it a lot and i had all the runners to collectively yell oof da it was very exciting um, but it's Fargo is about six days worth of an event. So you can start, there's a 5K, there's a cycling event, there's dog races, there's kids races, and then there's the half and full and relay. I think there's there's a couple of other things I'm missing, but it's a heck of a lot of fun. It's, um, it's special and you could just be in Fargo for six days and who doesn't want to do that? And what's the, uh, what's the party factor? Oh, very high. Or a fun factor, it's very high. Yeah, very high, especially because we're all condensed in the dome. So you okay. just kind of have more access to people. And people were very friendly. It looked like everybody left with seven new friends. Oh, okay. Now, when you say dome, I know you're talking about covered. Does it retract or no. is it? Oh, okay. No. You know what? I think it's one of those um, northern things that they have to put domes or they can't yeah. play because yeah. it's so freaking cold. I think Fargo right now is like negative. 400 degrees or something like that. Um, but even outside the dome, they had all this equipment I've never seen before. So again, I grown born and raised in Florida, but they had the snow plows, which are very large. And they had many of them just stored in the corner of the dome parking lot. Fargo. That's what, yeah, that's what you've got when you've got snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting. And there's um, an 
airplane museum, which was lovely. So anyways, Fargo is something people should go to, but it's normally not a fall race. It's the third week of May. So I believe this year it's between May 16th and 21st. And as you mentioned, it's a uh, it's a big uh, 50 Seder stop. And a Fritz Kohler stop. <laughs> Hello there. Happy New Year, my friend. Good to see you. Um, okay, so moving on, Fargo. I loved Fargo. I highly recommend Fargo. And I'll be there again this year for sure. So hopefully everyone will come see me. All right, next on our list, you did Santa Monica Classic. How was that, mister? You know, that's always a fun one. It's a, uh, you know, one of the smaller races that the McCourt Foundation, who puts on LA Marathon, et cetera, um, does. And, uh, but it's in Santa Monica. It's about, starts about, uh, what, about a mile from the pier, which mm -hmm. is super cool. Re really beautiful, iconic uh, landmark in Southern California. And, uh, and finishes uh, just, you know, right, right off the pier. And as, as a matter of fact, our uh, finish line festival is at the pier, as you know, because you've been there. Um, fun race, you know, real, again, small, you know, everything scaled down, like you said, um, probably, I don't know, we had 2,000, 2,500 people, you know, a nice group, fun group. And every, and I think as you've seen, because that, that again is, was earlier in the fall, everybody was so excited to be racing again. Yeah. Getting together and see, and, and you could see people go, I haven't seen you in a year or whatever. And I mean, I'm not talking about me, just each other. Just yeah, of course. Other. A couple people said, oh, yeah, I haven't seen you in a year. That guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Santa Monica was uh, was really fun and uh, had to work with another announcer. He did a good job. Um, I was just going to say the only one thing they're missing. <laughs> yes, only one thing missing from that event. And, uh, and many people reminded me of that. Thank you very much. <laughs> your, your posse was there. Good. And, uh, but Santa Monica is always fun and, uh, and actually pretty competitive. It's a 5K and a 10K. And uh, boy, we get some really, really fast uh, men and, you know, male and female athletes. The Janes come out. The Janes. The Janes. They're great. <laughs> and then the, there's a high school competition. Yeah, yeah, good point. That's true. There's a, there's, there's a high school competition, but it always ends up. Oh man, it ends up being um, a, a shootout between. Oh, this is terrible. Santa Monica High School, and there's a second one I can't remember. But yeah, Santa all Monica. You know, what the one is Santa Monica. I, I don't recall the other one, and it's just great competition and really fun um you know friendly competition between the two schools and i think i think the the winner like changes every year you know it's like they they go back and forth i don't know you keep using the word friendly but i feel like they're probably out there having a fist fight at the <laughs> no 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 no, no tripping tickling no tickling particularly right. <laughs> you see yourself you're running really hard and somebody's <laughs> So speaking of shenanigans, the next race I'm going to address that I did not announce, but I did a little running was the Boston Marathon. Oh, that on our list. That that was uh, yeah yeah I'd love to have that on our list, but it was certainly on your list. <laughs> yes, it was. It was very funny. Again, numbers down. If Boston Marathon is down, then that's right. reflective of the in industry. I think. Normally they have 30 this year. They allotted 20,000 uh, registrations and only 15,000 or so showed up. 
Yeah, and I know you did a recap, so we don't need to go into it too deeply, but what a uh, what a big day for you. <laughs> what a fan. I don't know what you mean by that. <laughs> you have everything you touch that day is in the house. There's your heat sheet. <laughs> well, you know what the real problem of this experience is, is not the airfare, not the hotel, was the fact that I bought all the stuff. So I got the shorts and I got the shirt and some sort of sweatshirt, half crop thing and two jackets. Somebody should have canceled my credit card before I went. That was a real problem. Well, I remember that we had a conversation, you know, or several conversations before that. And I asked you about, you know, are you going to buy this? Are you going to buy that? I knew, of course, you were going to buy a jacket. Okay, that was going to happen. Right. And I and I, you think you bought you 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 bought off on that one for sure. But you, oh, look at that. That says Boston. Oh, that says Boston Marathon. Well, and you know what? It's not that I haven't run races before. I've run plenty of races, but I've yeah. just been kind of, uh, what's the word, conservative as far as shopping. I get Disney half marathons. I don't need any more Disney crap. I grew up here. I just, they give you the shirt. It's fine. I don't need the hoodie that says I ran a Disney whatever. Right. But I got to Boston and man, I understand because when we announced Big Sur, for example, people are getting everything. They're, you know, Every part of their body needs to be covered. Big Sur <laughs> logo from head to toe. And uh, we're so fortunate we have so much race gear from the races we announced. But there I was, credit card out. Hey, Boston's a big deal. I, you know, I'm sure I'd be right there with you buying a little of this and a little of that or a lot of this and a lot of that. It, it's a big deal. And it was a, uh, a once in a lifetime opportunity for you. Wink, Hopefully. wink. <laughs> Apparently, I can be suckered into uh, adventures pretty easily. So hopefully once in a lifetime, but you never know. Right? Well, sounds like and all the photos. Looks like you had an amazing time. You, you pulled off an incredible effort. And uh, and I know a lot about your training. So um, I'm, I'm very, very, very impressed. And I will always be impressed with your Boston Marathon. Thank you. Thank you. I apparently am very impressed with myself, which is why I put it on our non our race announcing schedule, even though we didn't. But then after that, I had a very special race. I got to be chair of my local Making Strides mm. for Breast Cancer event. And because I was chair, I was like, I'm going to announce this thing, too. They've never had a race announcer. Well, they stepped up. They stepped up and they 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 got you to commit all the way. <laughs> they did. And I love it. And they've had a host for the keynote part, like the beginning rigmarole, but they've never had someone to yell go or to welcome in athletes. And, you know, I don't like, well, I didn't like being the patient and I don't like being the girl with cancer. So it's nice, even though I was the girl with cancer, it's nice to just go back into the uh, experience as the host. You know, because then sure. again, I can turn sure. it and make it about everybody else. I'm very uncomfortable with the survivor or patient role. So it was it was a really nice way to take part. And we're going to save this for next. But I'm super excited because I'm also now going to be announcing the official breast cancer marathon, the Donna, in just a few weeks in early February in Jacksonville. Now that's a big deal. All right, you can save it, but that that's a very, very big deal. I'm so excited that they were uh, able to get you for that. You are the perfect match for an event like that uh, for lots of reasons. Of course, your own personal experience with cancer, and you're just uh, you know you're you're you'd be a great spokesperson. Can't wait, can't wait to hear all about it. 
I'm yeah. jealous. <laughs> Very jealous on that one. Don't be jealous of that one. Hey, my my credentials no are unenviable, but whatever. I'm thrilled. I'm really excited. But but that was great. really great, and I love, you know, I love loving on all of our athletes. As you know, it's nice to give everyone a squeeze and everyone a high five and celebrate all the victories. But it's it's interesting with these races that are specifically dedicated to a disease. I used to have an ovarian cancer race in Ann Arbor on Mother's Day, and just kind of event that rips your heart out. Um, but what a what a luxury to be able to pour very specific love on these patient, these people that are patients or survivors. And as you know, I don't go low key on the loving. So it's it's a special <laughs> opportunity. Oh, hold on. This is Joe Moreno. He says, you guys are cool. Joe, Quad <laughs> Cities Marathon. Well, Joe, what are you waiting for? What's your date? Oh, Quad Cities, what an iconic event. Come on, Joe. Come on. We've heard nothing but good things. Absolutely nothing but good things. And we'd like to uh, make joyful noise at your event. So uh, step on over, buddy. Give us a call. But That's thanks right. for dropping in, Joe. I like this. We're doing business online on the fitness show. The yeah, other thing, yeah, really. Yeah. Please, we're open. <laughs> nah, no, no. I don't know if we're open. Do you know what the date is? What's the date, Joe? I can't remember. I, I don't remember. Okay, yeah. we'll figure that out. But hi, Joe. And I like <laughs> it <you. laughs> Okay, next up, let's talk about the OC Marathon, LA Marathon Collision Weekend. Oh, that was that crazy. You know, two right two, you know, two very important races, period. And of course, very important races to us because we both announced both. Yes. Uh, a date outside of their usual calendar because of COVID and cancellations, and they're on the same date, and they're kind of up the street from each other. <laughs> so. Right? Yeah, that was that was very interesting. Hold on, I'm gonna pause for a second. Joe Moreno, it's free of my calendar. September free of my calendar. Hot cities. <laughs> Let's talk after the show. Uh, but yeah, to have OC and LA fall in it, and obviously as a result of the COVID nonsense, because LA is normally in March and OC is normally in May. Uh, OC picked the date November 1st. And I think LA would have very much liked to work around the OC marathon date, but that was the only date they could get the stadium. And that is the right. start line of the LA marathon. So their hands were tied. And so nobody, nobody liked that collision, but we made the best of that collision. Yes. <laughs> we, well, we did the best we could. We did the best we could. We, uh, we split the resources, and uh, I went to Los Angeles, and uh, you, of course, went to OC. However, and, uh, we both got to be at either weekend, and, and what people may know, they may figure, but gosh, we love our events so much, and not being able to be at one would, is heartbreaking, and so the fact that I wasn't going to be at LA would, had a pit in my stomach, and I know Rudy felt the same about OC, but... I figured out a way to finagle the situation because OC left out their kids event. So on Saturday morning, we both announced LA Marathon, which was awesome. LA Marathon. Oh, I'm sorry, LA, Marathon. LA Big 5K. Big 5K, Big 5K, right. Yeah, which what is we great. Four or 5,000 people out there for the 5K? Yeah, yeah, we're about 5,000. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And, and here's the thing with LA is, um, you know, of course, we're very rowdy, but the, the runners are also very rowdy in response. They're they very are. willing to be, uh, to, they're, they're very willing parts of the party. You know, there's not a lot of duds 
at Dodger Stadium, they come through that start line and they're lunatics, don't you think? Yeah, you know what I think is a big factor at the LA Big 5K, uh, which of course is the day before LA Marathon, the Saturday before, is I think we have a lot of the friends and family of the marathoners come out and that's their little race, you know, that's their... I didn't. As soon as I said that, as soon as I said that, I want to take it back. It's not a little race. It's a big race. They had their event. Yes. <laughs> Excuse me. And okay. uh, yeah, they get really enthusiastic. Go ahead, Fitz. Okay. So highlights besides the whoopee party at the start, which again, I love. I love being. I just love watching it go by and all the happy faces and the celebrations are so so fun. But. We had uh, the Dodgers third baseman, Justin Turner, run his very first race that day. That's right. That's right. Justin's awesome. And his beard was gone, so I, I didn't even recognize him. So <laughs> he, I think they walked it. Maybe they did some running, but with the ambassadors, because there's a really solid group of LA Marathon ambassadors. But he comes to the finish, and you weren't on the stage at the moment. So he's wearing a hoodie. <laughs> like this. Oh, he's all incognito. Like this, he's waving do? at me. And I just, you know how, why do we squint to see things better? But I'm looking like, in <laughs> <laughs> the microphone, I'm like, Justin? <laughs> yes. And then so I was like, come here. I wanted us to have a picture with him. And then, of course, I started saying, hey, Justin Turner. He was like, don't, don't tell everybody. I'll be mobbed. So <laughs> keep it on yeah, the down he was with his uh, wife, Courtney, and a bunch of friends. He's he's just become a real iconic part of the LA Marathon weekend. Great guy. Great guy. That was really fun. And then the other thing I thought was really awesome was uh, there were all of these people wearing shirts that said uh, mythical. Yeah. So oh, mythical. here we go. Fitz Kohler's. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Okay. So it's mythical, mythical. And, I, and, and people come in all sorts of weird outfits, uniforms, team shirts, whatever. And so maybe at the end of the 5K, a solid group of 10 people come through wearing this mythical shirt. And I finally, it triggered, it went off in my head. I go, are you guys with good mythical morning now? Some folks may not know what that is, but it's one of the biggest YouTube <laughs> shows for years. And it's specifically a favorite of my kids. It's these two guys, uh, Rhett and Link, and they're hilarious. And they, I think they just started it in their basement and then they moved out to LA and they do all sorts of big stuff. But they are funny, funny, funny. And so as I say this, because you know, we think out loud a lot on the microphone, right? Or at least I do. Like, is that good mythical morning? And then they started jumping. They're like, yes, that's us. And then they pointed to Link, one of the stars of the show. And you would have thought it was Elvis resurrected because I. Yes. Yes. I you lost out. your mind. <laughs> <laughs> did some sort of cartwheel, some sort of split jump in the air. And uh, you were very kind to come down and take my picture with the Good Myth Mythical Morning crew. But that was a very Los Angeles uh, experience, don't you think? <laughs> yes. And I, I was very generous to let you just, I, I had no idea what was going on. So other than you were very excited and had met somebody that you were very excited about. And that whole group was really fun. Yeah. Well, good, good at time. LA, we, we had, um, I can't remember her last name, but she was one of the uh, American Idol winners, Jordan something or other. Right. She ran, right. she came by, I'm pretty sure I gave her a hug at the finish line, but I, I didn't know who she was. She was just runner girl. Um, we've had Gordon Ramsay. He was before my right. time there, but we have a lot of celebrities run 
daily marathon. There, ha there have been a, a lot of celebrities, and and they're all they all they're all on the down low, which of course you need to. That's the way you need to do it. We've had lots and lots of celebrities come and run LA marathons. Okay, so is it a chance that uh, I need to get my act together on the celebrity thing and not <laughs> not wake <laughs> out? I don't know if yeah, I can I think so. <laughs> I, I would like to request and make a public request right now for Chris Hemsworth to run yeah. the LA marathon. Okay. I'll I'll, uh, I'll call McCourt Foundation. We'll get that all set up. Can you do that? And I promise not to wig out and fangirl. So yeah, anyway, right. we did LA Mar or LA Big 5K Saturday morning and the kids races, which were a blast. And then that evening we went over and announced uh, the OC 5K, which again, another rowdy group of runners. I think the OC is the biggest beach party, the biggest running beach party in all of Southern California. Wouldn't you agree? Well, you know, that one is, uh, the whole setup for that one is awesome in that it's in the in the early evening, you know, late afternoon, early evening, great band, great music going on, yeah. Um, yeah. excellent course, and, you know, the whole beer garden and food trucks and the, you know. <laughs> what more do you I want, know, right? I don't know if people are coming for the party or coming for the race or a little bit of both or whatever, but yeah, super fun. And I get to keep my streak. How many years have I been announcing uh it's every year since the beginning. I think it's 15 years, 16 years. I think it's maybe 17. We talked 17, about it. All yeah, year. I think it's 17. Yeah, we did that, yeah. uh, the OC Marathon show. Lots of live broadcasts for them. <laughs> it's hard to store all the information. I think it's 17. Um, but yeah, uh, you're welcome for me getting you back in the OC. Thank you. Thank you, Fitz. Thank you. You're, you're so kind. <laughs> so lucky. <laughs> so very lucky. Of course I am. No, and the other thing about the OC, which is the best, is I feel like it's a high school reunion because not that I went to school over there, but we have so many friends, like all our runner people come to the OC. Don't you feel like that? Yeah, we get a, we, you know, we get a, a huge crowd there. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of friends at uh, LA Marathon, but OC has a, a great crowd and, uh, you know, and we get to interact with, with the staff and and the key volunteers for all these events who have really become family it's just really a a very special part of the experience for us a lot of people might not understand that they think it's all you know it's all about the hoopla but there's a lot of good friends that work really hard putting all these on and we get to spend time with our race directors and it's uh, it's fun times yeah and i i need why does that sound across the board? Our race organizations are made of such nice, nice people. I, I go looking forward to the events and the, and the runners, but I can't wait to see our race directors. I think you have to be a sweetie pie to be a race director in most circumstances, right? <laughs> you've got you've got to have a lot of stuff, <laughs> but being being nice is always always works. I I think we bat about ninety seven and a half percent on having nice. I think, so I think so too. Because <laughs> because perfect's boring, but 97.5%, that's where I'm going. Okay. So the next day, uh, you announced the LA Marathon and they had a big course change and a big finish line change. So what is your thoughts on LA Marathon besides it was super sad with that? Well, um, we had uh we had really good weather, which was nice. Actually got a, a little little bit warm, uh cool morning, warm afternoon. Uh the look. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Starting at, at uh, Dodger Stadium and ending in Santa Monica right by the pier at the beach is just a very special experience. I know, you know, and of course, L.A., we have so many returners, thousands and thousands of people. L.A. LA loyal. Loyal. Uh, LA loyal. 
I'm going to misstate, but I think it's something like 127 legacy runners, 33 years, 33. That's, that's incredible. You know, you and I have done a lot of events, you know, across the country where there's legacy, but you know, the legacy tends to be, you know, 25, 30, 40, depending on how long it is. But for that, anyway, it's amazing. Um, And when you change something up, um, you know, change is hard sometimes. It's just people, you know, get. So everybody, you know, I know people would be preferring to finish at the beach. We uh, we finished in uh, in uh, Century City, Studio City, Studio Studio City, Studio City, Studio City. I forget, I'm messing up all my cities, which was really nice. Really, I mean, a real a real nice finished venue, a super nice grassed. Um, large finish line festival area. I mean, it was really exceptionally nice. Um, very metro, very kind of in a downtown atmosphere with high rise. It was it was really cool. The um, the finish is challenging <laughs> because you have an incline of a, you have a straight shot incline of about I think it's about a mile or so. It's no major hill, but right. from twenty five to twenty six point two. If it's a quarter of 1%, yeah. you're going up Everest. It, you know what? It was a beautiful day. The race got very, very good reviews. Uh, McCourt Foundation always puts on a fine event. You know, I, I people made the best of it. And um, I think overall, they really enjoyed the, the change up. Doesn't mean they don't want to be back in Santa Monica, but, you know, I'm just being honest. Here. Right. <laughs> Two things. Do you have earbuds you can put in? I'm getting an echo from your computer. Um, if not, run and find them. Uh, I'm sorry. I know I'm bossing you around. Yeah, you are bossy. <laughs> Super bossy. I'm getting an echo. But here's the other thing with LA is that I think that incline at the end, I think people will start looking forward to that. You know, almost like the Marine Corps marathon finishes with an uphill. I think people will take on the LA Marathon incline at the end as a challenge. Jerry Ackles is recommending Snug Buds. Here comes Rudy. This is going to be so much better now. Are you happy now? I am happy now. Thank you so much for yielding to my request. I I can only think of a few times I haven't yielded to your request. Oh, boy. Here we go. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it is, it's certainly a, a very, very different finish and, you know, much more difficult than the previous, you, you know, the thing about it is though, one of the really super positive things about it is because of security and, and, you know, and related issues at Santa Monica, right. As you remember that <laughs> we have, you have spectators eight deep coming in toward the finish. And then the last Hundred yards. What, it was a, it's a, a few hundred, few hundred yeah. yards. There's no spectators. Nobody. So just it goes. Us. It, just you and I, right? And then the press behind us. So it goes from an absolute roar where you can't even hear yourself yeah. think. To just fits and Rudy and, and some great music. You know, right. of course, your great yeah. music, but still. And here we had family, friends, people were people there. There were there were bleachers. Uh, McCord Foundation really found a good spot. 
to finish this up. And, um, and you just, you're going up this hill and you just turn the corner and there you are. I love it. It, it, it was, uh, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a real positive difference in the Yeah, I can't line. wait to be there. And I love the roar of the crowd and <laughs> forget what I love. The runners love the roar of the crowd. It just creates an electric environment. I can't wait to be a part of it in March. Um, I'm la I'm laughing at Jerry's snug buds. I <laughs> I'll give them a shout out. That, that is a great product, and I hope to see them back at the expos. Oh, snug buds. Okay. Uh, next, uh, you were there, being so sad, pretending to be happy in LA without me, but I know you were so sad. But <laughs> I got to announce OC Marathon. Always so special to me because it was the very first race I ever announced OC Marathon, and. Uh, being there with Gary, of course, on his return to racing after such a long break, Gary and Kelsey, which is incredible. But as per usual, biggest running beach party in all of Southern California on half marathon morning. And, and we ditched the marathon just for this year because of logistics and things. It was just better to do the half only. But our runners were so rowdy. And uh, we had beach balls bopping around our mayors. You know how sometimes you have to turn the microphone over to a political dignitary just to, you know, scratch the back of the city giving you a permit. These mayors were really fun. There was two, one from Newport Beach, one from Costa Mesa, and they kept it short, sweet, upbeat. And uh, I had the crowd going pretty bonkers. And we had, we will rock you on and everyone on the stage clapping and was so cute because Gary... Gary thought I was going to leave the start line. He had a backup plan there because he wanted to drive me to the finish. OC half and full marathon are point to point. So we actually have to drive 13 miles. But we had so much time. He was like, we got to go. I said, no, I'm staying. He's like, no, we got to go. Someone else will take over. And I think start line's most important component of the entire race weekend because that's the only time where 100% of us are there together. Right. That's it. That's where right. you get the roar and the camaraderie and the spirit and the weekend type experience because the runners come through the, they trickle through the finish line. So he kept saying, we got to go. And we had six or eight corrals and they were spaced five minutes apart. Okay, Fitz, we got to go. And I kept saying, no, I'm not leaving them. They're too happy. And you know, if I left, it would have went. Rrr. So uh, it was very, very funny. This back and forth. He was panicking. I was like, just hang out. We'll make it there. I'm fine. Of course, we made it to the finish line with 25 minutes to spare. But uh, at the end, what I said, I said, just combine the last two corrals. And we'll get out of here faster. So they put wave five and six together. And they were Looney Tunes bonkers. They were so much fun. And um, my favorite part, there's a video of that start line is of Gary Kutcher, our race director. And he's after saying, we got to leave. He was partying the hardest. It was, and he's such a sweetie pie. So it was, it was real delight for me. And then after I yelled, go, usually I yell go. And then we, we say nice things and interact with our runners. I yelled go. A second I got it out, he grabbed me underneath the ribs and spun me around to carry me off the stage. It was hilarious. We had a really fun time. And, I, think and Gary, I think Gary momentarily forgot who he hired to do that. <laughs>
No, no. I was like, Gary, I wasn't going to leave that. So poor Gary, poor Gary. So sweet. I, it worked out thankfully. And we did have plenty of time at the finish line, but of course, deep down, we were also very sad that you were not with us. Yeah. It was tears, <laughs> tears through. We fought through the pain to have a good time. Uh, but yeah, it was wonderful as per usual. And, and the thing I forget sometimes when I get to the finish line is we're right near uh, John Wayne airport. And so as our runners are charging towards the finish line, there's all these jets taking off. It's just pretty cool. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful start. Beautiful finish. All right. Here's Jerry Ackles again. He likes the starts because any shout outs that I get there because we know him. Yeah. Not because you are reading it off the computer. Yep. (laughs) Right. Well, Jerry, you're family, You, you, you know, so whether or not you think you have a choice, you are family. That's right. That's right. And I think a lot of the athletes don't know is, you know, given the right circumstances and the right announcers is we want to know as many of our athletes as possible. There's so many people that walk in, never have running a race before. They've never even been to the city. And then, you know, we're having dinner with them later that night. And when right, we see them at the right. start, we're genuinely excited. Uh, we're so fortunate to have these these people in our life, right? Absolutely. And, you know, in, in each each new city we go to, we make new new friends and new families. And, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll be we'll be talking about a couple of those in a couple of moments. Yeah. So Jerry posted a photo on Facebook today. I met him at a start line five years ago in a parking lot. And he just happened. And I was a runner. He was a runner. But he was wearing a Big Sur hat. And of course, we announced Big Sur. And so I saw it. I said, have you run Big Sur? And then we had the conversation. And now I love Jerry. And I think he loves me back. It's all a win-win, right? Always. Okay, so LA Marathon's coming back. I think it's maybe March 17th this year. Does that sound familiar? Or March? No, it's March 20th. March 19th and 20th that weekend. Correct. And then the OC Marathon will be April 30th and May 1st. So it'll it'll straddle the weekends. But uh, yeah, both of those you need to head to. Yeah, you can actually do them both again this year. Yay. Yay. Um, All right. Next up, you weren't there. St. Pete Run Fest, which you would love. Yeah, it sounds like that's just an amazing event. Super. Again, gee, I'm so surprised. Find you at another major party factor. (laughs) It's such good vibe. So the race directors are two brothers, Keith and Ryan Jordan. And I believe this was the fourth presentation. It might, it would have been the fifth year, but I believe it was the fourth presentation of this race. But from the get-go, they started off high end. We had the best of everything and they bring great swag. So I hate to start about the swag, but the medals are beautiful. The shirts are great. But the second you cross the finish line, they hand you a Tervis tumbler filled with a strawberry smoothie. You're not just getting water. You're getting... Mm. smoothie in a fancy cup and then they give you an embroidered towel and then you go into the finish line festival and there's outback steakhouse and carabas and bonefish giving out steak and oh, bang bang what? shrimp and <laughs> chicken and, and then there's beer and they have this insane vip situation where i've never seen anything like it so in many races you can pay extra and then you can go into a place before the race maybe it's warm maybe there's a uh, personalized or private more private bathrooms porta potties uh i think they had something like 800 people participate in the vip uh situation and it was run so well there i think her name was michelle yeah michelle and she was wearing some sort of sombrero all weekend and you have fun little mexican dresses and 
people were going bonkers. It was, they had pinatas where little bottles of tequila <laughs> fell out. Well, you know, that's really cool. A, a number of races have now, you know, caught on to the VIP experience thing. It's a great marketing tool. It's, it's you know, it's a little more revenue, but it's really nice when there's some real value there, some really wow. nice experiences and some real value. So congratulations to them. Sounds like they really put it together, uh, it was, put a nice package. It was great. And then I got a sombrero, which obviously makes my day to have a special hat, <laughs> okay. a race announcing hat. Um, what else? Oh, and the actual races. Let me pause and back up. Beautiful. It is uh, so Florida. It's a it's a posh part of Florida with this gorgeous harbor filled with these beautiful boats and the sunrise looks like we paid the sun to do it like that. We're just going to arrange the sun to show up and be extra glam on race morning. Just, just spectacular. The weather is cool. And uh, we've had a couple years where it was super cold, but beautiful. And then this is the other thing that's super good. Kids races are a blast, but we have the mascot races. Oh, those are always great. <laughs> yeah. And this year, some uh, we always have the Tampa Bay Rowdies. That's our soccer team. He comes out. We've got the bull from the University of South Florida. <laughs> but this year, we had Dino the Dinosaur from Flintstones. And, and, and more than just this. But then we had two characters from, no, we had one character from the family guy, Stewie, the little baby with the football head. The Outback Steakhouse Onion was out there again, and he's a super great guy. So anyways, just a fun, fun time. Um, the Tampa Rays, the baseball team, send out Ray, the the Ray, the Stingray. So good time, had by all. And we do a 40-yard dash for charity. And that's really where the cool. money is, Rudy, because I get to watch grown-ups. That is right, full-blown grown-ups risk a hamstring tear by dashing 40 yards quite often to beat either each other or their kid which is semi-hysterical. Yeah, with a little or no warm-up. <laughs> yeah, 40 no, no, no. hard dash. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> no, I even um, got our race director, Ryan. He walked by, and you know how I like to sucker people into doing ridiculous things? So I was yes, like, yeah, Ryan. Ryan's going to do the 40-yard dash. And he, <laughs> I get the side eye and the look. <laughs> One of those. Okay, fine. So he goes and gives his $10 to the charity. He ran it. Great time. He's a super good sport. And then... Mr. John Pelkey took him on as well. So Ryan, <laughs> Ryan beat John, but congratulations. I'd love to see John do a 40 yard dash. <laughs> it's everything you'd wish for. The only bad part is I did not have out my cell phone, but uh, it, it's, it's worth a pretty penny. If you could get your hands on that video, it was beautiful. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so and, and when is that one? Fifth? That one's always the, Second weekend of November. Okay. Yeah. So wonderful, wonderful race. Highly recommend. And they put on the St. Pete Pier Run on 4th of July, which is, it's a four miler. And that's fantastic too. Okay. Next on our list for both of us, Route 66, 66. in Tulsa, <laughs> Oklahoma. Oh, my second year, your first year. And uh, what a, what a fun time. What a fun city. Totally fun city. I was, you know, I'm just always impressed with Tulsa. It's just Really, really cool. Great people. Super fun event. Yeah, I had no idea. I mean, I've never been to Tulsa before. And it was beautiful. The downtown mm -hmm. area was very lovely. Lots of posh little shops and great restaurants and so forth. They have that gathering place, which remind me a bit of Central Park. A, a mini Central Park with just so many different little features and 
it, it was just, it was beautiful and okay. just amazing. So I do believe it was specifically created to provide Tulsa, Tulsa Inns, what do we call them? Tulsanians or whatever. Those folks who live there and then visitors, a special place to gather something to do outdoors. I believe it was created with oil money, correct? Mm -hmm. Correct. Because it's correct. Oklahoma. I can't remember that. Can't remember the name. The, the I think the the land was donated by one of the large oil benefactors, yeah. correct. families, and then and then other entities. There's just so many little pieces. There's the lake with with boats and, and right canoes and, and paddle boats. I I was just I remember I was really blown away, and it takes a lot to impress me. But that was incredible. That was really a, a good time. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful park. They have this enormous area dedicated to playgrounds of all sorts, but they're not just a playground you'd see at a regular park. They're custom-made, ornate, clever playgrounds that made me wish, oh my gosh, I wish I lived here when I was raising my kids. We could have spent hours there every day, the perfect free place to get outdoors. And there was, when we went, there was a middle school field trip there. And you know how the, that 12 and 13-year-old age group is very hard to please? Right. They were having the best time ever. Totally on, engaged. I yeah. mean, it was a half yeah. a mile worth of playgrounds, right? And I want to say it one more time because I, I was amazed. Free. free. Absolutely free. That's incredible. Yeah. And they have a big lodge when you enter that you could just go do business. You could have a meeting. You could sit with your computer, your laptop or have a nap, whatever. Don't be homeless and doing the like... <laughs> Sleeping Several up. fireplaces with fires roaring. Yeah. And it was cold. Oh, it was wonderful. Beautiful. Yeah. beautiful. And then there's uh, sports uh, facilities, I, I believe tennis courts and things that we didn't even get to see. But that was a cool part of Tulsa. But the race itself, races, you know, they build themselves, they build themselves as the largest, the the biggest block party in Tulsa. Yeah. Is that right? Well, yeah, definitely the biggest block party in Tulsa. I think it Oklahoma? might be. <laughs> the world the world perhaps <laughs> they they could change that <clears throat> they could i don't know but um that is a that is a hardcore party event holy <laughs> holy smokes and so i was warned but i did not know and and big high fives to the executive director destiny green she's just she's a fun gal and she's very articulate and pointed. She knows exactly what she wants, but she also has this easy spirit about her and surrounds herself with wonderful directors. They're professional people from the community that volunteer to direct a component of the race. It reminds me very much of the Big Sur Blue Jackets, um, which is high praise. Uh, but yeah, these, these professionals that were lawyers and they owned car dealerships and, and physicians, like big time professionals pitching in to manage they were they were all so lovely and intelligent and capable destiny being and, and i you know i think this is really worthy of bringing up and it's it's a theme that runs through almost all of our races if not yeah. all destiny is the one employee the one employee all the rest are volunteers and as you said you know high level individuals within the community and orange county you know a, a small handful like yeah. three Three yeah. employees. Um, Big Sur, we could go on and on. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, it's just, it's amazing. Because a lot of people think a lot of these big races are huge mega corporate organizations, and they are not. No, they're they not. not. So going back to the racing, we are 5K kids race or one mile and, and 
mascot races on Saturday were an absolute blast. Lots of fun. If you wanted to just travel to Tulsa to go do the Route 66 5K, it would be a worthy investment. But let us tell you about the marathon and half marathon because they they call it the a biggest cocktail party, like the most alcohol served on any race course in America. <sighs> and it's true. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what the heck was going on out on that course? <laughs> well, <laughs> all, all the homes along the route are out there serving jello shots and fireball and tequila shooters. And <laughs> OMG. We had so many people, and my <coughs> like frat guys coming through drunk. There, this was Aunt Sue, who was sixty-two, and right, <laughs> whatever. Right, right. We had a few of these grown-ups tell us after. I don't remember the second half of the race because <laughs> I had too much to drink. How That's was a full you, marathon? How was, how was your run? I think it was pretty good. I finished. <laughs> Whoa! And then they would come through the finish line holding their little mini bottles, shouting fireball. What did we have? 50 people shout fireball at the finish. (laughs) They weren't looking for the song. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Crazy. It was so fun and funny. And then um, even at the start line, you know, we like all of our races to be rowdy. And I think that's, that's our, uh, what is, what do we do that? That's our, our, our shtick, right? Is big fun. yeah. Yeah. Big fun. Big fun. That's our shtick. We're going with that. Big fun. But the crowds were insanity. And then they had these confetti cannons that didn't just, we all go and it goes pop. The confetti (laughs) cannons kept going while all 8,000 people ran through. This place looked like Times Square on New Year's Eve. It was incredible. Yeah, that was more confetti than I've ever seen before. That's for sure. It, it was just nonstop. Like you said, it wasn't a puff. It was a stream that just yes. continued. Yeah, and you wouldn't believe it unless you were there. And the last person to start, because we had corrals A, B, C, and D, D being the big party corral, right? and uh, where we do the wave. We had everyone do the wave, which is, you know, iconic. <laughs> but the confetti kept going, and then the last person went through. The confetti was still going. I had confettis in my pockets. When I came home, I cleaning up my luggage. There was confetti, confetti out of my jacket, my hoodie, my underwear, confetti everywhere. It was fantastic. And then uh, and then we had, you know, you and I did that shakeout run the day before. It was so much fun. Had a really nice little crowd. And, and that's where that was an interesting uh, that was an interesting event where you turned to me at, at some point as we're running together and said, you know, we've been doing this for over seven years together. Yeah. And this is the first time we've ever run together. That's right. Ever. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that was crazy. I was Fun very time. disappointed in your running. <laughs> just teasing. <laughs> no, you were very good at running. <laughs> Look at you. You did a good job. Thank you. Well, you know, I, I had this, I had this thing called a new hip. No, that's a power. No. That's it. Actually, that's like a, a extra perk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that was so awesome. We had fun. I had actually never led a shakeout run before. Yeah, it's a fun time. You know, when you get a, a just a really nice group of people, just kind of. You know, loosening up and getting ready for a, a big day. <laughs> what's this? What's this from Deborah? <laughs> you guys are a bad influence. I can't wait to retire, travel, and run all the races. 
Go do it. Do it today. <laughs> uh, so this is worthy of mentioning because we have some people and I don't know where they get the resources and the time, but man, are they committed. So uh, Beth Kent, for okay. example, for uh -huh. starters, she sh showed up in Fargo. Well, A, she was back. She was in Buffalo over the summer, but she showed up in Fargo. She was at Orange County. Where else did she come? She was at uh, my guest. Asparilla event. She was right. at St. Pete Run Fest. So Beth lives in Fort Lauderdale, bing, 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 all over the country. Sean Matlock was at OC Fargo and another uh, Route 66. I think Sean secretly owns an airline. I think so. <laughs> he, he goes everywhere. That's, you know, I'll tell you what, that's just one of the fun things, uh, one of the really extra fun things that you and I get to experience is, you know, some of our friends just, they don't hesitate to get on a plane and come and join us. And it yeah. makes it, makes it really special for us too. When we mm -hmm. see friends uh, stalking us, we love to be stalked. I love the stalkers. <laughs> I know. I think in St. Pete Run Fest, when I went to get Beth and, and I traditionally try and keep an eye out on our friends and I get down and I'll, I'll grab them and I'll run them through the finish line with the hands up. And so Beth, I have her coming through one of the finish lines and of course she shows up and she does all the races offered. So she's going to run right. the 5k and right. the 10k and the right. half. But at one point I was telling John and everybody else on the microphone and Beth was with me in, in Fargo and in California. And John yells out, so she's your stalker. Is this what you're telling us? <laughs> yes. The best kind. I'm so grateful for all our friends. And, and you know what? Some people get stuck on one event. They're going to do this race. It's one yeah. race. Yeah. And it's nice yeah. to have your home race to be loyal to. But if you spend all your money and all your time there and you don't have you don't reserve any to go explore, what a travesty, right? Yeah, get out and uh, try different things, you know, uh, things you haven't done before. Also, try the small events, you know, the small local events. They can be a lot of fun. Do you remember at Route 66, we we went to a very, very special place and had a, a very unique experience that you can only, only oh, have. Center of the Tulsa. universe. Is that center, it? We went to the center of the universe. That's right, which is a weird little circle made of concrete. Are we? Is it on a bridge or near a bridge? It's right near a bridge, I think. Right, right, right in and front of. Like, yeah. Well, it's 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 the center of the universe, clearly. And when you stand on this one marked area, and you and you speak or shout or whatever you want to do, you can it, you can hear yourself. It echoes back it in echoes. your face. And if you if you move. A step to the right, a step to the left. Either way, it's all it's gone. If you go right back to that spot, you're in the center of the universe and all is well. Yeah, that <laughs> was really that was really fun. And we actually on our shakeout run, which I think was a mile and a half or something, it was very short, which 25 is 25 miles. <laughs> That's right. It was very, very long. If you want to ever do a shakeout run, um before for the race day and you're worried about it being lengthy don't because in general they're kept very short and you could run you could walk in fact i was up at the front for a while and then i went back to run with the people in the back so i was like huh back of the pack those are my people anyways but um but yeah we stopped mid shakeout run and anyone who wanted to could stand in the center of the universe and say words and you know what's so funny is so i just said words or something like that but rudy instantly got on and he started hosting from the center i don't remember what you were saying but now you were doing a presentation it was hilarious good times good times <laughs> very good so everyone now is going to route 66 marathon that is the weekend before thanksgiving right yeah, super race. I, I would highly encourage anybody. Also, uh, a, a good 50-stater. 
Good 50 yes. stater. Yeah. And didn't we have 450 staters or something like that there? We we had somewhere between 400 and 500. They use it for it, it's a um, it's an annual like gathering. Yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. And we had one gentleman, one of the 50 staters. I should know his name. I I, I don't recall it offhand. And he was running his 500 no 724th marathon or something like that. Ah. What? I know. I know. What's wrong with that guy? Or what's right with him? That's actually what we need to do. Like right. him and Tom Brady, we need to get the DNA, spread it around. Oh, sidebar. I did Ancestry.com and my uh, results came in last night. Okay. So I'm going to share that later. But I'm very okay. excited. I was so I was announcing local high school ba basketball just as a favor to the high school. They asked me, I come in and introduce the kids and stuff. But I was sitting there and all of a sudden, boom, your results are in. And uh, yes, I am exactly where you think I'm from. Okay, um, next, moving on from Bridge uh, from Route 66, Bridge Run, Savannah Bridge Run, which I announced without you, Catrice Day, although <laughs> race director Caitlin Presty would love to have you. She's got a big crush on the Rudy. Well, I'm available, Caitlin. And from everything Fitz has told me, you put on a, an amazing show. And am I right that this was the first time that she was um, official race director doing all handling the whole affair. That's right. So she works with Rob Wells at the Savannah sports council, but she came over from, she was working with, um, Dimsey sports, Dave McGilvray oh, okay. sporting events or whatever in Boston and got hired. And she was with us at the final bridge run of 2019. And then 2020 was canceled. She was supposed to have her first outing being a race director at the public Savannah women's half marathon in April. Then that got pushed back to November. Then it got canceled. The bridge run got canceled. Then the women's run got canceled again and pushed back and canceled. And so the poor thing has had two solid years of cancellations of her race directing. And uh, man, she headed out of the park. She was so great. And one of the nice things for me, uh, and it just demonstrated her, her attention to detail she reached out several weeks and said, Fitz, at the start and the finish line, I will have a table for you for your book and your cowbell. And it's funny, some we get a stage, but sometimes people forget that we have stuff and they don't put in, they don't give us anything to put it on. And so we have right. to awkwardly hold our binder and the microphone and the cowbell, like stash it in your armpit. So um, she's like, I'm gonna have this, this, and there. Where would you like the speakers to face at the finish? She knows I'm a little detailed mm. about those things. So she, she was really just on top of things. And then the bridge run is awesome. It starts, it, the finish line is in downtown Savannah and the start line of the 5K is on the far side of this big old mile long bridge. And I can't remember the name of the island or I would say it, but it's, I believe in South Carolina. Anyways, we start the 5K over there. We had Forrest Gump himself came and uh, he said a few words to the crowd. I, I pressed him a little further and he stopped it because he had to pee. So oh, nice. I don't mind, but um, anywho, uh, y'all go, I yell from the back of the pace car. So I get to take a ride over the bridge, which is so lovely. And it makes me so jealous of the runners. I mean, as, as many people don't understand, but we do not run the races we announce because we have to be there for the last person to start and the first person to finish. And we're simply not world-class speed. Um, but yeah, so I got to go in the pace car and so they run a mile over the bridge. And if you are doing the 5k, you go over once I could be wrong. That bridge might be two miles long. I think yeah. I was wrong. It's a two mile bridge. And so they get into downtown Savannah and then there's a second race that starts right at that finish line, the 10k. 
And so you either run the 5K or you run the 10K, which is Savannah to the other side of the bridge back. And then some people do both. So it's a 5K, 10K and the double pump. But absolute blast, beautiful course, beautiful. I mean, it's downtown Savannah, so it's got all the charms. But then we have a costume contest. And I think more races should do this. But they put up a $400 prize for the group and the individual with the best costumes. And uh, oh, OK, hold on. She's saying Tybee Island. I'm not convinced that's right. It might be Buffy, but okay. Oh, look at this, Jerry. Talmadge Bridge, some H Hutchinson Island. That's it. Jerry Ackles for the win. You get <laughs> a kiss blown at you. Well done. And good guess, Buffy. Look, Jerry's showing up with just under two miles. That's right. It's just under two miles. Thank you. He has rucksacked that race before he and Yesenia came uh, a couple times, which I really enjoyed. Yeah, because it's not hard enough just to run, throw right. 30, 40, 50 pounds in a in a backpack, that, essentially. Typical Jerry stuff. <laughs> um, and then Yesenia will do it. His wife, she'll come and she'll just look hot while running and then do some complaining somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have brunch. So it's all it's all good. Um, but anyways, the costume contest, insanity, because we had all these individuals we had a lot of Christmas characters because it's in December, but then our groups were amazing. We had this group of women called Girl Trek. There was maybe 40 of them and they wore, they're called Dashinkis. I might be screwing that up. Dashinki, the African shirts. And they all had the Afro wigs. Oh my God, they were so much fun. They came out with their Afros and their, their sass and swagger. And then we had a group of, pirate hockey players and they all like messed up their teeth. So they had missing teeth and black eyes and hockey sticks. They ran with hockey sticks. And then we had the, the murder hornets. So the hornet costume and they ran with um, knives. And so I let them kill me at the finish line. Anyway, fun, fun, fun. That's the moral of the story. You get to see Forrest Gump. You get to go over the bridge a couple times, beautiful downtown Savannah and lots of costume and shenanigans. So I'll good. A good time. Good time. So good. <laughs> so good. All right. So it'll the bridge run will be back next December and the public Savannah women's half marathon will be April 2nd, but we'll talk about that next week. And then last on our list, which even though it didn't turn out the way we wanted, it was still awesome. Rocket city marathon weekend in Huntsville, Alabama. What a great weekend for a race that didn't, didn't happen. Race. Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, just, yeah. I mean, fantastic city, wonderful town. I mean, called Rocket City for a really, really good reason. It's all about NASA and rocket and space development, you know, space exploration and development. I, I really, I, I'm embarrassed to say, but it's true. I had no idea. Yeah. And, and when you're there and we went to the uh, space center, the space museum, the space yeah. museum, which was amazing yeah beyond they, amazing they had rockets and shuttles actually the shuttle was out being renovated but saturn how big was saturn like a hundred yards yeah yeah but uh race directors Ish. dana and Dwayne javardelaben worked all year long uh they they're they're new to the event they're volunteers as is everybody at Rocket right. City. Zero uh, paid employees. Zero paid employees, all, all volunteer staff. They had a COVID cancellation, as so many did. Last year. Worked all, yeah, the previous year. Worked 
all year to put this together. Everybody excited. We had a nice little expo. We had a really nice yeah. little expo. In the, convention, in the convention center. In the convention center, which was lovely. And, um, you know, Fitz and I explored the city and, and had, you know, and, and really got kind of chauffeured around very, very nicely. Just met some wonderful, wonderful people. And we also met a, uh, a major storm. Major a variety major. of storms. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. A whole bunch of storms. Yeah. This weekend was a uh, tornado alleys time to shine. And fortunately in Huntsville, we did not get any nightmare storms. We had lots and lots of rain, but it wasn't the kind that did all the damage and um, took homes and lives throughout the Southeast. However, these are the things that the race still has to offer. They went all out with this comic book theming. Mm -hmm. So uh, they actually had a comic book created for the Rocket City Marathon, including bad guys and heroes. And the bad guy was Professor or Dr. Red, uh, right. evil professor that was harvesting energy to do bad things. And the only people that could save the world from Dr. Red were our runners. And so the comic book was beautiful and told this incredible tale. And so as you showed up to, or were supposed to show up at the start line, you were going to be part of this comic book adventure and it was very well done very beautiful don't you think i thought it was so clever it was it was it was very professional i mean you know picking up the comic book you, you wouldn't know that it wasn't a you know a superheroes type of production it was yeah. absolutely fantastic very well thought out um a lot of work uh, uh, i cannot remember the name of the artist that was um the That's okay it's okay. Right. But he was incredible. You know, it's super, super fun. Okay. And all right, Rudy, I'm going to let you tell them some more things. You're now the host. I'm going to go get the medal because I have a medal. I want everyone to see. Oh, the medal's medal. awesome. Go okay. get the medal. Go so you, medal. you be the host. <laughs> okay. I'm the host. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah, we, we had a nice little expo, um, you know, because the expos have either been, you know, none or or smaller and they put together a really nice little expo bunch of really fun vendors and um and we were watching the storm the storm was progressing from uh the race is saturday so uh it's not not a sunday race it's a saturday race so the uh, storm was progressing from friday we had the kids event on friday evening which was really fun and we're finishing in the convention center. So it's a, a really cool enclosed area, you know, weatherproof and uh, really nicely done. Uh, the kids had a great time and uh, we're watching this weather front and um, and and the weather came. And um, so, OK, but anyway, everybody got. Did were, you do a were, good job? No, I did a terrible job. Nobody's going to host like you. Okay. So I glad you're you back. Did. It was Great brutal. Job. All right. Metal. I've never seen <laughs> one like this. But remember, Rocket City Marathon. <laughs> Look at awesome. that. It lights up. <laughs> totally awesome. How amazing is that? Look closer. I have never seen a light up metal. Have you, Rudy? Um, I don't think I've seen a light up, you know, see some action ones and stuff like that. I don't remember seeing a light up. And of course, yeah. OC Marathon has some pretty epic medals, <laughs> you know, let's oh, yeah. give credit where credit's due. But no, that's uh, that's really cool. Oh, Is that so fun? <laughs> and by the way, folks, just so you know, I, we know how you get your medals. Fitz and I get them the old fashioned way. We go to the race director and we say, 
we need two medals, please. Give me a medal. That's <laughs> Give right. Give me a medal. That's right. I, I forget sometimes, but I actually have a, um, I have <laughs> most of my races. I have a souvenir medal. The only one I miss out on is I forgot to get one at Philadelphia, which mm. is a super bummer because you know I'm such a patriot and I really love the Liberty Bell and I don't have one. I should probably ask them to send me one. But anyway, look at that, right? Rocket City, Huntsville, Alabama. This thing should be a sellout one day. It, you know what? It's going to sell out next year. There is a uh, there is a a 5K, a kids run. There is a half marathon. Oh, ha half of the marathon. They don't call That's it a right. half marathon. They call it a half of the marathon. Yeah, half the marathon. And a marathon. Next year, there's going to be two half of the marathons. Um, I believe one is going to go in one direction and one the other, both, of course, finishing in the same area. Yeah. But um, I'll tell you what, Rocket City, put it on your – oh, and that race has been happening for, I believe, 43 years. It wow. has a 43-year history. So this is no uh, Johnny-come-lately. And uh, also, just, you know, maybe just kind of wrap up the situation on the race that didn't happen. Uh, race directors sometimes have to make extremely difficult decisions. Right. Um, we've, you know, we've, Fitz and I both have experienced a number of uh, cancellations and hard decisions. This one, as all of them are, is about number one, the safety of all the participants and, of course, the volunteers and spectators, everybody that's involved and is going to be out there on race day. They had to make a tough call. And when Fitz and I, I remember calling Fitz in her room and saying, Look, this is the morning of the the morning of the uh, the marathon. Look out of your window, and the rain is going sideways, literally going sideways in sheets, and the wind is whipping up 30, 40 knots. It was um, it was the right decision. The yeah. only thing that made it really brutal was Sunday morning. The next morning. The next morning. Yeah. Beautiful. Sun is out. Yeah dry it's beautiful there's no wind yeah. the birds are chirping <laughs> time is everything but you know what they had a great attitude about it and they said thankfully we had that indoor space already and she had two fun hosts so we said come on down come and get your medal it's it'll be a memento now a souvenir right. memento use it however you like it and then uh, we have lots of food and drinks and and some fun stuff and we had everybody come through and they our photographers were there. So people staged their own finish line photos and leaped and posed. And we just, we really still had a fun time. And and, and that's what matters most is how you handle it. Uh, it. There's good spirits of the athletes. And, you know, as you, we watched the morning news and we saw all the death and destruction that had gone on in the Southeast, it's really hard to complain about losing right. a race. Right. Um, and then another race from across the state i forget which one said hey guys if you want to come run tomorrow over here we'll give you a major discount which race was that the uh gulf coast biloxi that's right what a class act that was a really yeah. nice movement. a lot of our athletes went they went the next day and they took you know they had trained for a marathon and a half marathon so they went and did it over yonder it was pretty cool yeah that uh making uh lemonade out of lemons you know that's right, that's right. and really i just love when we all get to be together I love everybody so much. I want to marry everybody and have them all come sleep at my house and wake up together and have a happy running family life. <laughs> yes, let's do that. 
Oh my goodness. Hey, we're going overtime here, girl. Big time. You know what? This is my show. We can go as long as we want, Rudy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do what I want. Are you kidding? It's a fitness show. Okay. So uh, thank you so much for reminiscing with me, with all of us, because I want people to know about our events and what the high points are and, and why they should come spend all their time with us next year. And then uh, real soon we ought to, we, you know, our calendars are starting to get full. Lots of great, great races we'd That's like right. to tell you more about and uh, like to see you at. And uh, I think we have a discount code, you know, so check check the uh, Facebook pages and, and uh, Instagram for the uh, codes for those races. A lot yep. of great stuff coming up. Our full, well, my full schedule is on my fitness Facebook page. It's soon to hit. Uh, my website and we'll get it on the team noisy page too. Perhaps the other half of team noisy could put together his schedule and help out a little bit. What do you yeah. think? Oh, no pressure there. No pressure. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. All right. Also, we have some good feedback. I don't want to ignore before the show ends. So Jerry Ackles referenced the view hosting. He laughed, he cried. It became a part of him. So out of boy, Jerry. Thanks, well, Jerry. <laughs> uh, Buffy, Philly should totally send you a medal after getting an air horn blown, blown in my ear. That was classic. Mm. Uh, that was just some corporate executive guy with the air horn. Instead of blaring it that way, he just decided that oh. my ear needed a little bit of a good time. Thank you for that. And then um, Philip's just yammering over there. We love you, Philip. That's all you need to know. We love you. <laughs> Jerry, thank you for the kudos. And Thanks, the next Jerry. one's going to be really good because we're going to talk about the upcoming races. So everything, not everything, but most everything on our schedule is going to get plugged next time. And then Philip, oh, thank you, kids. You're both the best. There you go. Philip has important things to say. All right, Mr. Novotny. Hey, if people want to follow you, how do they do that? I'm on Facebook. So, uh, and I do have an Instagram. Uh, I do have an Instagram that doesn't get a lot of use, but uh, just follow me on Facebook. That's the best place. I'm old school, old guy, old school, but uh, love hearing from you and uh, happy running to everybody. Absolutely, Rudy. You're you're an awesome guy, not old guy. And then I'm at Fitness everywhere. Instagram, YouTube, fitness.com. Just got a facelift. So I want everyone to go to fitness.com. Check it out. Tell me if I made any mistakes. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you hate it. Maybe it could be a part of you like Jerry. And then don't forget my book is now in stock. So if you order it at fitness.com, I sign it and send it with love. All right. Now your your website got a facelift, not you. I just want to be really 100 percent Well, if I need one, I'll get yeah. one, Rudy. You just let me know. I'll let you know. Create critique my face. Okay. We love everybody. Get to work. Take care. Get to work. Bye. -bye. Bye. Now you got to dance, Rudy. <laughs> no, no.